previously on Night's Quest. So he's going to make it be uh, pink. And oh no, <laughs> I rolled a nine, which is explosion. <laughs> well, since I know where we're going on the map, I could navigate us to where we're going. The earliest that is coming to mind is being greeted by the writer and his lover. Okay, I need you just to scoot over a little bit to the left there. Okay, you big smiles. Big smiles. <laughs> All right, uh, squat down. All right, everyone look at me. Everyone say, Night's Quest. <laughs> no one's saying is it, it. Is this is this what we're doing? Is this our intro? No one's saying it. There's literally two of you. Just say it. Well, I'll say it at the same time. It'll be great. Two, one. Happy birthday. Night's oh, qu- damn it. Oh. That wasn't right. Oh, man. Guys, I'm sorry. I screwed it up. This is why I didn't want to be a photographer. This is why I'm a podcaster. <laughs> Welcome to Night's Quest. Let's just jump into it, shall we? <laughs> sure. I prefer to sit, but Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. I I would, I would I would I would love to just jump right into it, but I have bad knees. Okay. I mean, this is what I get for trying to say let's jump into it. You know, this is fair. <laughs> We're not in a rush. We got time. Do you have, is there more goofs to get to? Uh, um, I had some fart jokes, but they don't have to happen now. More goofs. We can save them. Let's see. We can save the fart jokes for later. Like, never. <laughs> <laughs> have we made a fart joke on this show before? No. Actually, I don't think so. Not as wow. such. Um, Look at this highbrow humor. Yeah, right? Absolutely. <laughs> very. We're very mature. Well, all of our characters, they decide to wake up on the next day. <laughs> they just decide to. They decide to wake up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the thing you decide to do. Every morning you make a decision. Wake up or don't. Most people choose to wake up. <laughs> Though, to be fair, there is a decision in getting up. That yes. is a decision. Yeah. That gets harder every day. Some people just kind of roll. They don't really... They just sort of, like, roll sideways, and then they don't have to get up, per se. I rolled a three. I'm not getting out of bed. So the characters wake up. Yeah. <laughs> because they choose to, yes. Damn. <laughs> Fuck me. They wake up at Yensis and Malak's house. They had gone to bed after having a very emotional and and uh, bonding time, sharing their pink bracelets and armbands and neckties and bandanas together, creating a new brotherhood. <laughs> And sisterhood and familia and squad of an that has undetermined name, the pink people. Nope. 
Not just gonna veto that right <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, We're, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, together, together, the pink together. What? I don't know. I'm just saying words. That I together. don't think together is a noun. That's gonna be tricky. <laughs> well, better isn't a noun, but now it is. So, oh, he's got us there. He's got me there. I got you. I got you. Yeah. You're in my trap. <laughs> so they're all awake, um, and you are setting off for the Usra dungeon today. Hell yeah! That yes. is your big, your big destination. Yep. Uh, Grog's got his map with the the blue X marked on it. Yes. Um, you've gotten all the supplies and water. You know, food from Malak himself, water from the Oasis itself. Yeah, you're basically set to go. Do you have any more, you know, farewells that you want to say to anybody? Or you just want to go. Hmm. Um, I, I mean, I definitely don't uh, think that anyone wants to say goodbye to the keeper. Um, no. no, no, no. So no. I think we're good on that front. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe say goodbye to. I guess probably just Yensis and Malak one last time. I mean, if we're or already if we there, to say goodbye to Sim. Did we? Did we already say goodbye to Sim? Yeah, I think we did say goodbye to Sim okay. yesterday. Then uh, no, I don't think there are any other goodbyes. Maybe goodbye <laughs> to the horrors that were the Azamite. <laughs> goodbye. A metaphorical goodbye. It's, it's morning time, I assume, right? Have we eaten yep. yet? Uh, you can, yeah, let's say they're, you're eating an early breakfast. Malak has given you a, a hearty meal because you'll be traveling quite a bit. Yeah. Um, Eloise uh, walks over to um, Malak and I suppose sticks her hand out for a, for a handshake. I think Malak looks at it and goes, mm. <laughs> no. <laughs> and he, he gives you a hug instead. Okay. Oh, that's new. Yeah, uh, Eloise accepts the hug and 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 uh, reciprocates, and she says, "Thanks for taking us in and feeding us and making sure we didn't have to sleep outside because we're gonna do that a lot more again." And it was just nice for a few days to not have to do that. Uh, Yansis steps over and goes, "Yes, it was uh, our pleasure to have uh, new friends come and and uh, be with us." <laughs> Yes, it was, it, w- it was nice. It was really nice. Yeah, especially that food. That was... I'm going to be enjoying eating that for the next couple of days. So thanks for the rations. That's <laughs> real nice. I think Rainer's going to say to uh, to Yensis, we're not great at... um On our journey, we're not super forward-thinking in, like, how are we going to find a place to stay? How are we going to communicate with people when we don't really speak to Rivian? What are we going to do for food? So what I'm getting at is... Um, you kind of saved our butts, like, in a big way. Uh, I don't have any idea what we would have done, uh, if not for you guys, and I don't think I can actually repay you for that. Repayment is not needed. As we say, Oh, I'm sorry, yeah, that was just the expression, I'm sorry. Uh, kind of forgot. Your company is all that we have ever needed. Aw, man. (laughs) And we are glad that we could... Uh, protect your butts. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And the rest of you. Absolutely. I'm glad for that, too. <laughs> aren't, aren't we all? Yep. You should be on your way soon. Absolutely. Are we good? I think we might be good. I think I think we're good. Anybody else? Anybody? Anybody got anything? Go to, go to the bathroom? No, I, I'm, I'm good. I've got all my bread. All right. You all start heading out. And Yancy says, try not to travel only during the day, though. It gets very hot. Uh, yeah. Yes, it does. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. Um. Yeah, why do? Why have we been doing that? Have we been doing that? Yes. 
exclusively. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's not good. Oh my god, that's a terrible idea for the desert. I mean, we can see. I mean, I suppose we can see at night. The moon is quite bright, but sleeping during the day in the desert is kind of difficult. That's true. I guess there's not really a, yeah. a Wayne situation. Yeah. Mm. Shade. The desert. Dark. Sleep. These are all things that happen at night. <laughs> very, very good job. No problem. There should be magic for, like, temporary shade of some kind. There should be magic for that. I thought you were going to say there should be magic to help you fall asleep, and I'm like... Oh, no, no, we is. already got that. No, we're covered. Um, we don't. We do not have that. We had that. What are you talking about? I've played a song to help people fall asleep, haven't I? When? What song? You know Sweep? No. Oh, my God. Now I'm confused. Doth ye forget so quickly? No, 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 no. Our friends. I swear there was one time where... Oh, no, I know what I'm thinking of. It was a time when we were already kind of falling asleep, and just casually someone was like, oh, you should play that one Mother's Lullaby song. It didn't magically yes. help people fall asleep. That's what I'm yeah. thinking of. It just musically helped we, people Yeah, fall we just asleep. happened to be about to sleep. Right, right, yes. right. Never mind. It took us about ten minutes to get here, but this is a travel episode. Of course. <laughs> yes. I have uh, updated the encounter chart yeah. to uh, decrease the amount of nothing days. And remove some of the special ones that we did. Um, Interesting. So more new things that we yes. might encounter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but a very fast refresher on traveling. One person will set the pace, which is rushed, which it moves fast. No activities. Get tired. Normal. Move medium speed. Um, you can do things while you travel. Get slightly tired. Leisurely. Move the slowest pace. You can do whatever you want. You're not going to get tired. They roll a d20 to determine what kind of random shit will happen, and we're doing it in three-day chunks just to yes. speed things along. Right. So we don't have a 100 episodes of travel. Who is setting the pace today? Uh, Jonathan uh, kind of looks around and goes, hey, I did the last one. Okay, I, I don't have any special uh, directions or anything, so somebody else can take this one. You know what? I think I will. That makes I'll sense. All right. He's got the map. Yeah, I've got the map, and uh, based off of... I, I did some work last night. And if we just do it like a straight shot line, it should be about 350 miles. Cool boy. And it looks like last time we traveled about 500, so it'll be shorter. Oh, damn. Uh -huh. Okay, wow. This does not feel any closer to me. I just want to point that out. I want to, I want to say that, have it on record. We are incredible, though. I mean, we did travel for a couple of weeks last time. Yeah, but still, I'm impressed. <laughs> So anyway, I think we'll just start off with a normal pace. Keep things light and simple. Sounds good. With our simple, sim, simple, simple. Good. Rainer's like, every time you guys say that, I feel like I'm I'm mishearing or like there's something wrong with my ears or something. It's very surreal. And the D20 rolled was an 11. Which, as we all know, <laughs> means... <laughs> means something you're going to find out in a second. Yeah, so. I was going to say, you said that very dramatically. Like, we were going to be like, oh, an 11? An 11? I just, I want people to know at home. Maybe <laughs> someone's ones keeping next track. to each other. <laughs> How dare they? Dear God. All right. What does everybody do for their the, the next three days? Again, this is an opportunity for you to increase skills, get to know people better, and whatnot. This must be something you can do while traveling. Eloise is going to talk with Grorg about... Okay. Uh, Rillian. Not, like, not just broad Rillian, but, like, more specifically, like, um, like, his growing up. 
Mm. Like his personal youth in Rillian. Ooh, okay. All right. We've been learning a lot about Grog lately. Oh, yeah. I think I'll just give you, like, some highlight reels from it. Cool. He's like, okay, so, got a big family, extended family, as orcs in Rillian. Remember, the main population of Rillian is orfs. So, they're elk orfs. Right, right. Um, so, we're kind of a minority, but not like... A tiny one. We're just not the majority. Can I just say, oh. that surprises me. And I, not in a... I'm not trying to say anything about... But you just... You'd think that the the half race would be the minority. And like the main... I guess I don't know what I'm trying to say. That's just surprising to me. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, they're... They're very... I'm, I'm, I am jealous. They're a very successful group. They've got the strength and the tenacity of orcs but the magical prowess of, of elves. So I was always jealous of that. Hence cool. my interest in, in magic items. But yeah, so I had my family. I didn't have a ton of siblings, main, mainly cousins. But uh, yeah, it was, life was good. Playing as gods, what else is new? What kind of things do you want specifically to learn about? Um, Like uh, Eloise says, no, yeah, like, but speci- like when you were like a kid, like, did you go to school or like, like how early did they start training in like weapons and like martial arts? Mm. Like, like how does like what is a what is a day in the life of kid Grog look like? Well, actually, yeah, school's actually that's a good one. So I there I had a actually kind of a double education. So there was the really an education, you know, taught by the orfs and. That's where I learned everything about magic, and that's where, you know, we learn our history, and we learn our math, and we learn all that uh, stuff, you know, how to read stars and stuff like that. But then, I had my, my orc training, which was after school, and that's where we would learn, you know, th- uh, all the different fighting techniques, some survival techniques, orc culture, orc history, that's where, you know, we would have uh, lessons on the heinous gods, and we hear stories about that. But that was more like a family thing, taught by my aunts and uncles, and my cousins were the different students, or unless they were older, then they taught. Oh. Uh, so kind of had a lot of, lot of learning going on. Interesting. Uh, yeah, busy times. Yeah, sounds like it. Yeah, a lot of fun, though. I <laughs> remember, you know, we would do a lot of practice fighting, right? And, uh, it was always fun uh, because every now and then you get to fight one of my, old, you know, your older cousins. So there was a time when I fought my cousin Grog. <laughs> like I said, it's a common name, um, <laughs> but he he was Grog, son of Bone Smasher, is how we called him, and uh, he was really good with. Uh, he had really good kicks, right? He he had a, one of the deadliest kicks in the family. He, I mean, didn't kill anyone. Well, he did kill. <laughs> Animals. He did kill animals with his kicks. Um, but that was an accident. He accidentally kicked our pet. Um, oh, my. And it died. So. My goodness. I guess that's, I guess that's how we got the dead kicks. But anyway, we were fighting, and he went to kick me. And I remember, I remember punching his kick in, like, slow motion almost. <laughs> and uh, let's just say my punch won. So. <laughs> I broke his foot. Oh, oh my god! I mean, my yay, Grog! Uh, you I broke a you couple Grog, fingers though. too. <laughs> yeah, sure. It was the Battle of the Grogs, and uh, Grog won. 
Good. Does Eloise have other questions about his childhood? Uh, yeah. So you, I mean, you kind of mentioned. So Grog's a popular name. So you are Grog, son of. I am. I'm Grog, son of, Hanus Slayer. My dad. Uh, wow. My dad killed a Hanus beast. So. Wow. He was, pretty big guy. Pretty. I mean, physically very big, but. <laughs> In, in stature as well. He didn't run the family, but if he wanted something to happen, it got done. So, he had a lot of sway in the familial politics, you can wow, say. Wow, so like, big shoes to fill. Because like, you said you didn't have any siblings, right? Yep, it was just me and my two older sisters and my half-brother. Well, and this, so this is something that I'm kind of curious about because i've only ever met you as an orc before right so like how are like female orcs also like trained as like fighters oh, oh yeah oh yeah 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 yeah. for sure yeah everybody gets that gets that training cool can i can i ask something kind of out of not really in character because i'm not i don't think rainer's uh in this conversation but i am curious if we have like just from living in this world, do we have the stereotype at all in our minds of, like, orcs or hordes of, you know, pillagers and they steal stuff? And, like, do we have yeah. that cliche at all? For sure. Uh, I can okay. Do that. I would say that from where you're from, right, Podunk, right. Goldon, you had never really seen orcs, but you definitely knew they existed. Like, it wasn't, like, a, a myth or something. Mm-hmm. Um, there definitely are more barbaric or, like, tribal tribal yeah there are there are orcs that are tribes in the jungle there are orcs that are nomadic tribes in the in the fields and plains that definitely is a thing and okay are definitely biases and people who are racist um right not saying that you are but those people do exist there are definitely biases against them based off of like old wars that used to happen but as far as like oh every orc is gonna kill you and they should all die you know, only, yeah, only, like, the super racist people think that. Most people are right, just, like, right. at minimum, they'd be, like, I guess I've never met a Nork before. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Now, trolls. <laughs> they, they'd be nasty. Freaking trolls always typing mean things about my mom on internet chat rooms. <laughs> <laughs> They're the worst. Actually, uh, you would know this, Rainer. Even though you didn't go to library, you would uh-huh. still know this because this is pretty common Glenwood history is that the entire region that used to that is glenwood uh used to be controlled by trolls and they were very oppressive to the humans whoa so are we talking like hundreds of years ago we're talking about uh yeah a couple hundred years ago interesting huh so there are a lot of people that don't like trolls in glenwood for sure i see uh, to be completely honest with you, uh, until about ten minutes ago, I didn't know that trolls existed in this game. So yeah, we haven't met any. <laughs> right, right. They're not really around. Thank goodness, am I right? Yeah, fuck those guys. <laughs> well, I mean, we've met some people who are trolling the c- campaign, but oh, definitely, yeah. we have trolled the campaign. Like, um, personally, yeah. yes. Eloise, get a friendship point. Yeah. What about everybody else? I know what Rainer's gonna do. Rainer is going to study 
uh, this is going to sound so lame for people listening to the actual <laughs> podcast. Rainer is going to learn more from the book because last time he was going to look up more about the writer, but I think he get, for some reason we got sidetracked and I ended up asking about something else instead. And this Rainer wants to look for information about the writer and his lover mm. because that is one of the most fascinating things that Sim told us. Yes. Like, like way back when spirits were still being born, I guess, there was someone else. There was also his lover. And that's super interesting. Yes. Um, again, I'll give you spark notes on what you find in your book. Yeah. I'm not going to read the whole chapter to everyone. <laughs> but as your book usually does, myths and legends about the writers of truth and not what we wrote down anyway. Um, Close enough. I fucking love that title. I'm never going to get over it. <laughs> what was the actual title, Jamie? The writer, Myths and Legends, Is It True, Is It Not? Well, we wrote it down anyway. Thank you. God you gave me right. a lot of grief about that, because for, <laughs> for the first season, I was the one who could never remember it. <laughs> it's been a long time. Yeah, anyway, man. so the, the book is composed with the differing opinions and views. So when there is a section about the lover of the writer, and there's you know all kinds of thoughts. There's one thought that um, she was just a regular spirit that the writer happened to to meet and find and they connected. One view is that she is of equal standing to the writer and they both, you know, they were both at the beginning of time together and that's why they have that bond. There's some people that say that the writer created the lover, but some people are like, yeah, that's kind of creepy. It's weird. <laughs> um, so that's not got a lot of following and support to it. Um, the real question is, where is she? Is is she still around? Is she still present? Oh, okay. Um, because no one has really heard or seen of this spirit. And as you, we all know, people do see spirits and hear from spirits. So, like, where yeah, is she yeah. at? The current support that they have heard from talking to other spirits or from old legends is that she was killed during the spirits' war. Oh, wow. Man, does she have... That I can find in the book. Does she have any other name or title, or is the only thing we know about her being the writer's lover, you know? Yeah, as in the same way that the writer is just called the writer, she is referred yeah. to as the lover. Interesting. Yeah, I don't really know what to do with that information, but it's it's intriguing as hell. It is. Jamie? Yeah? What's your current intelligence score? <laughs> Probably zero. <laughs> I have... For some reason, I have a base of plus three, uh, oh, a one for ratiocination, a minus one for survival, and a plus one for <laughs> awareness. You know, you've been doing a lot of studying. You can now have a plus four for intelligence. Ooh, yeah, boy. I mean, add one more, making it plus four. No, I got you. I got you. Yeah. You've been learning. Add four. I was good, good boy. <laughs> if I thought that you were telling me to add four, I would be like, hold up. Are you sure? <laughs> Rainer just, just stops walk he just stops walking. He's like, You guys, I just feel like my IQ fucking doubled. Like what <laughs> I know everything now. That's what happens when you go to library. <laughs> facts. Straight facts, hard hitting straight up fact. Um I think Leroy, he is going to he sees that you're reading and he wants to buff up his intelligence score because I'm sick of him not having a good high high intelligence. Yeah, he kind of needs that to remember things, right? Yeah, oh, he does. He probably is. Oh, no. So what he's going to do is... He's really trying to take this memory thing seriously. So what he's going to do is just, like, do generic memory techniques. So he's going to try memorizing 
uh, the different passages from the history of grain. He's going to do, uh, try to remember random sh- like words. Like he'll go up to him like, Hey, give me like 10 words. And then he asks <laughs> you to write them down. And he tries to memorize them. I feel like I should have him roll for something though. Probably. So, yeah. I was, I was going to say that sounds a little silly, but the more I think about it, People do that today, like, all the time. There's apps right. and, like, little little books of brain teasers and shit, and, like, that actually sounds very familiar now that I think about it. I'm going to have him roll four intelligence with uh-huh. advantage, and because he's got to be smart to get smart. Okay, so he rolled a 15 minus one, so 14. I'll give it to him. Leroy now has a plus zero. To intelligence. Hey, all Sweet. right. <laughs> Good boy. It's better than a negative one. That's right. Definitely. I think Grorg, he is going to uh, continue to spend time charting the map, analyzing that. And I think he kind of shares with you all. He's like, okay, so our map is you know, pretty generic. There's not a lot of details on here. Probably not a lot to it anyway because we're just desert. But it does look like there will be some different desert biomes on our way, so... It won't just be sand. What in the goddamn is a desert (laughs) biome? (laughs) Well, I'm not sure. It's just like in some spots it's dots. In some spots there's like hash marks, which usually refers to different biomes. But it's all labeled as desert, so... If a a couple of us are kind of looking at the map while we're discussing this, uh, can Rainer just be like, Hey, Abil, come over here. We got a question for you. Yes. Uh, Do you... I mean, basically, same question we were just talking about. Do you do you know if, like... I mean, as far as we can tell, the different parts of the map are saying there's going to be different kinds of desert, you know? Do you know what's up with that? Yes. Uh, the desert is uh, complicated. It's not just sand dunes. There's different types of deserts. Okay, Most yeah. of it is sand dune, but there are some that are long, flat plains of dry ground there are places which are uh, the sand will not support your weight as much and you will sink Uh, there are more rocky regions even mountainous not tall mountainous just obnoxious uh, (laughs) and there are some that have uh, like uh, prickly vegetation I think Rainer has stopped walking um and in fact i don't think he heard anything after the quicksand description because being from glenwood i don't think he's ever heard of that and he just kind of looks at the sand around them and he's like did you say that the sand could make us sink like into the sand oh yes oh my god what why are we here what what are we because we? we have been outcast from our homes, and we are forced to wander. Are you desolate? Wait, 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 Abiel. wait, wait. wait. Abiel. 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 That's not what I meant, Abiel. Like, um, are we, like, do I need to worry about this sand? And he points, like, right in front of him. Always. Abiel, what the fuck? What? He's kind of looking around wildly at everyone like, is no one else worried about this? (laughs) That sounds terrifying. You were able to travel to the oasis by magical guidance. And now we are forced to travel by our own wisdom. We will surely be set on by traps and dangers. 
Abil, remind me to never ask you for any advice ever again. Everything you say makes me so terrified. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I was already I was already self-conscious about not being the map this time, not having like <laughs> supernatural protection. Uh you're kind of a downer, bud. <laughs> Maybe this is why I was cast off. <laughs> no, no, you can't you can't keep you can't keep assigning different things to this. We've already discussed why you is were cast out. Because I am obnoxious. <laughs> I mean, kind oh, of a little boy. bit. Leroy, stop. <laughs> what, he can't hear me? He's off in the distance, crying out into the sands. Oh, Abiel. God, that's, that's even more Abiel. sad. Come, no we're not stopping. one loves me! Abiel, we're not stopping. Oh, my God. He's, he's shouting to read now. just say, no one loves me? <laughs> it's real sad boy hours it's in the desert. Happened. It's very sad. <laughs> I think he comes back after, you know, because you're traveling. After a couple hours, he comes back and says... And, and you and you were unable to hear what he was saying. It was all in Terevian at one point. He says, "Okay, I have to do that uh, every now and then. Uh, <laughs> it is wailing into the winds." So, so we we were traveling. He left the group. We kept traveling. No, he was just like he was kind of hung back. Oh, I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. Okay, so yep. you could like hear him, and he was following you. Um, <laughs> While he was also wailing into the winds. Yes. I've been watching Inside Out quite a lot because it's one of Odin's two favorite movies. And one of my favorite lines in that movie is when sadness falls flat on her face and says, crying helps me slow down and obsess over the weight of life's problems. (laughs) And it's so good. Oh my God, that's horrible. What does Jonathan do? Uh, Jonathan is doing some thinking uh, and brainstorming about how they are going to incorporate their their new abilities into their business because uh, they went to the oasis with one color and now they have the capacity for all color but he also kind of feels a little bit of a a sense of not not der- like purpose because of sim um and so he's he's kind of not not second guessing the business aspect of it, but like, I don't know. He's, he's dealing with some complicated emotions and reevaluating. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Reshuffling some mm-hmm. things. So, um, uh, I, I suppose he probably talked to Dwar Dwarf. Oh my God, Dwarg, Dwarg. <laughs> he probably probably talking <laughs> That's my to cousin Grog and uh, Abiel yeah. about that. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, that's definitely an important conversation that you need to have. Um, yes. I think uh, you all come up to each other. Maybe it's the third day now. You've been working on this. You know, you've been talking about it on and off. And Abil says, So I have uh, finally been able to count all of our assets. Oh, boy. And while we do still have quite a lot of uh, money from your original investment, uh, we want to make sure that we take that and put it somewhere valuable. Not like a bank, I mean, into something that will create more uh, revenue for the business. Oh, Bill, as I've said, this is no longer a business. We're making a religion now. (laughs) (laughs) It's the best business there is, baby. Whoa. I mean, I guess, Jonathan, you were still kind of on the fence about which path to take it. Business model. Religious model. Yeah, I mean, okay, so... Here's the thing. I mean, regardless, 
we're going to be making money. It's just a matter of how guilty I want to feel about it. So <laughs> I Where's feel the guilt? like Where's the guilt? I still don't see it. The the guilt is uh, you know what? No, you're right. You're right. Because I think I think what we can do is we can we can start it off as a service that we provide. Like you know, we're we're we're, we're business. We, we 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 have a business. We provide a service. We do a thing. We get paid for the thing. And then as a little caveat, like a little tie at the end there, we go like, hey, by the way, we do this in the name of Sim. You know, hanging out. Getting together, doing cool stuff, a lot of color, you know. Uh, if you wanted to go see him, not, uh, see see him, not see, anyway. If you want to go talk to him, <laughs> he's a real, he's a dude in the place. You can go. He loves loves to chat. Uh, go do that, and then you know, that's as far as I got. <laughs> so the plan is stroll up into a place, change colors of stuff for money. Write a bill for money, and then send them over to Sim. Yeah, that's as far as I got. I mean, I, I, that sounds good to me, the, the getting paid part and the not feeling guilty part. Though Both of those sound good to me. We should figure out the best way to invest our current money, maybe into advertising, maybe into a uh, a way of getting the attention of the people. Maybe you could hire a musician to write you a proper theme song. We have a jingle. Oh, okay. shit. Oh, we definitely have a jingle. Right. We're going places with better. Everything's better with better. Everything's better with better. Are are they both the jingle? Because they are different. Like, I've noticed that we switch it up quite often. Um, is the jingle everything's better with better or we're going places with better? Everything's better with better. Everything's better okay. with better. Because the music will sound different depending on which one you guys choose. No, it's everything's it's... better with better is the jingle. Okay. Then I need to I need to retool the jingle I made. <laughs> oh no. By a few just a few syllables. That's all I need to change. It's fine. Okay. That's true because <laughs> we're going places with better is different from everything's better with better. It's a different... The syllables are different, Nathan. Don't make I fun of me. I was agreeing with you. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> this guy. Well, I thought you were being a... super sarcastic. <laughs> no. I mean, I think we could... I think we definitely should invest in some mode of transportation. but Not just for the business, but also just in general. Uh, so we don't have to fucking walk everywhere. We could buy a Sandrake. Could we? Can we? Is, is that there a, a thing is there a store do? for one? Is that well, do they herd them somewhere? We, if we wanted to buy a Sandrick, that would probably be all of the resources we have for a cheap one. Aha! Uh-huh. So maybe and, uh, eventually. And uh, maybe yes. Let me let me ask you this: What is the difference between a cheap and an expensive <laughs> Sandrick? <laughs> uh, texture. Uh, speed. Did you say texture? Yeah, I feel like the second one there is more important. Loyalty. Like how it feels when you pet it? Is that what you're talking about? Like how soft it is, yes. Uh-huh. You don't... It could either... Listen, do you want to ride a creature that is soft <laughs> or that is prickly for miles? I mean, I guess I would put something down on it 
so I wouldn't. We're That's getting a off. separate purchase. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking in my head. I was thinking some sort of a caravan. Well, that's definitely out of our budget. <laughs> um, Rainer hears you guys talking about Sandrakes, and he hears talking about like how expensive they are. And I think he pipes up like, I mean, if if you guys are talking about like something that's for all of this whole group transported, then that's not that's not just the business anymore. You know, like we could probably help out with that. We sort of have a lot of money. Yeah, Abil, when you said you had calculated up all our assets, was that just our money, or was that everybody's money? I have counted the assets of Better Incorporated. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. But I am aware of Rainer and Eloise's funds, and if we were to pull it all together, listen, Sandrex are very expensive. (laughs) Right. And while you can afford to just buy food and random shoes and socks whenever you want, Buying a Sandrake is a large financial investment. I see. Yeah, because mm. you got to feed it, you got to walk it, you got to train it, you got to buy a thing to ride on it. <laughs> I, see, I was thinking something with like a cart or a couple of carts that potentially we could like... We had carts. Like, like, yeah, I know, but like a covered thing. Kind of like what Azajax has got going on. Because I mean, like one of them could be like for sleeping. We could like deck it out with like beds and like like shades and windows and like cool like a living one and then like another one for like holding the 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 supplies and the 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 stock and then like one but for driving you know and have an animal I of will, some sort. I will have to look at the books again. I'll how many how many books do you have? Well I'm starting with one book but it will become books eventually. <laughs> I see. It's one book called The Books. That's the name of it. That's what you call it. <laughs> okay, uh, hold on. When you mentioned Azajax, that got me thinking about something. So Azajax wandered the desert with all his stuff for a long time, right? He did. Does he, Do his carts just have regular wheels? Did Did that work on loose sand? You don't know. I mean, he buys and sells magical items. Hmm. Okay, uh, I'll I'll rephrase. To be fair, his sand traveling time, he did not remember fondly. Right, right, that's a good point. I'll, I'll rephrase my question to something more specific. When we saw his cart, which we've done several times now, pretty normal wheels, right? They didn't look yeah. like something magically enhanced for sand travel. Okay. But he could still have that, though. Interesting. I just hadn't really thought about it before. Uh, the evening of the the third night, and you guys are setting up your little camp, so the sun is just beginning to go down. It's been a, a fairly windy day today. Not so bad that it's caused you severe pain, but enough that you've noticed it. As the wind is going on, and it always sounds like you know the howling and the whistling of the wind, and you begin to kind of maybe understand what Abil was saying with wailing into the wind um, because sometimes it sounds like the wind is screaming and wailing back. Weird. And maybe that's just because of, you know, it's been three days walking in the desert um, and that just stuff gets to you. But this time it's almost like you can hear people and you cannot understand it. It sounds Terevian. You can almost hear the people screaming and like shouting. So you, it gets all your attention, and you all kind of turn and look. Uh, Abil is definitely at attention, and eyes are wide, 
He kind of lowers his scarf and, and looks around. And you see through the dust and the sand that's being blown around, you can... It's almost as if the sand is blowing around the forms of people. Okay. Um, that's where the, the screaming is coming from. And you can just faintly see out maybe like... Kind of like how Zajax was kind of phantasmal and transparent. It's oh like God. a very thin and faint version of that. Uh, you see what seems to be a large group of people all wearing spears not too far from your campsite. Oh my god. Okay. Um, I, th- I think Jonathan turns to Abiel and goes, okay, so, like, what? Well, uh... <laughs> that, that's the question, yeah. That's a good great question. question. I have a couple of ideas what this could be, but... Ideas you don't know? You don't know what this is? Oh, that's not good. The desert is a magical place. Yes. Yeah. Are you asking me? I, I am. <laughs> yes, it, this is so. I think we will need to get closer to know for sure. Uh, I don't know if I want to do that. Any Everybody else? I, I mean, am I alone in this? Did you say they appeared while we were stopped? Yeah, so you've kind of set up your camp. Do they appear to be coming towards us at all? They seem to be going past your camp, but not to your camp. Weird. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, I mean, Abiel doesn't seem, like, outright, like, against whatever this is. Because right. he's like, yeah, we got to get closer to figure out what it is. So he's not outright like, nah, we got to go. So I guess I guess Jonathan's down to, like, try and figure it out. Okay. Yeah. You know what? what yeah. About maybe not all of us go. Maybe just a couple of us go. Like, maybe just, like, Abiel, Jonathan, and Rainer go. I do want Rainer to go. That I'm I'm very intrigued. Okay. You decide the three of you will go off. Gorg and Leroy are okay with staying back. Um, I'm assuming Eloise is also very okay. Yes. I think there was a part where Gorg's like, you know, you've learned all this fighting stuff, and you, you got to put it into practice. You got to use it. No. Nope. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I want to I wanna choose when that happens. <laughs> like already she's already in the fighting stance like legs and arms out to the side right like just staring. in case yeah mm-hmm. the three of you head uh, and follow them you kind of have climb over uh, a dune that's in between you and uh, you see this group and it's a, as you get closer uh, give me some ratiocinations oh boy nice. uh, it's an 18 16 okay. for radar nice good good rolls Right. Uh, you can see now that you're closer. The forms are a little bit clearer. Again, they're still spectral. They're not like physically there, but the sand is blowing around them. It's not going through them. There seems to be at least a hundred um, people, uh, okay. and they are all marching in formation. A lot of them are armed with spears. Yeah, some of them have halberds or things that look more like pikes. But all pole arms, they're all very sim- like the same family of Long of weapons. stabby weapons. Yeah, long stabby weapons. Um, <laughs> they're all very, not regally, but officially dressed in different armors or turbans and scarves. Uh, the shouting seems to be coming from a select few who seem to be generals or commanders or just leaders of this group as they're marching. Um, 
but it does seem like there's some kind of tension amongst the group as as they walk past. Tension within themselves and not like they're noticing us and yelling. Correct. Yeah, okay, they, they have taken no notice to you. So yeah, Jonathan definitely turns to Abiel and goes, Okay, so like what? <laughs> Again, it's a great okay. question. Yes, this is either a mirage. At night? Right, which is what makes me assume it is not a mirage, but rather a visage, or a, a what would be the word you would use? It is a, a memory that the sand has kept of others that have traveled here. Whoa! Oh. A, okay. A ghost could be the word. Oh, I don't like that. I like memory. I like memory more than ghost. <laughs> this is clearly some uh, army and based off of... Uh, it is not modern. It, it could be Usra. Whoa. I kind of want to get even closer. Okay. I don't know if I... I mean, you said there's hundreds of them, right? Yeah. I mean, I feel like I don't know if I want to get closer or if I just... Uh, like, Jonathan might w- just kind of want to see where things go. Okay. Rainer, you still want to get closer? I, I think I do. If if we're fairly sure they can't see us because they're not even really here, then, yeah, I, I kind of do. Okay. So you get closer. How close are you getting? So I was picturing you guys were maybe like 50 to 100 yards away before. If if no one is reacting, if no one is even looking at me, like, I mean, maybe I would just keep going. Like, okay, like walk into them. I, yeah, yeah. Okay, like, that sounds I don't cool. want to die, but <laughs> so you'll you'll go towards them until you have a reason to not. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, I think that's accurate. Rainer, Rainer, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Rainer, you you head towards this army. And again, no notice of you, and they do seem to be, like, walking closer, but that's just the path that they were heading on beforehand, so it makes your journey a little quicker. You're now, uh, like, right at the edge of them. They're, like, walking right past you. You could walk amongst them if you wanted to. Um, wow. And you, you can make out, because of the way that the sand is, is moving, you're able to make out their faces. And you see men and women marching together, all in similar uniforms, good formation but based off their faces and I'll continue this off of your guys' good ratiocinations before but you can tell they are very good at keeping their emotion together but still nervous as if either they just came from a battle or are heading towards one dang uh, I realize this is a long shot am I able to am I, am I able to glean anything about like when this is from or who the army is and um, I totally understand if the answer is just straight up no. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, give me... We don't have a history. Uh, yeah, just give me another ratiocination. Um, if you walk into the group, I'll give you advantage. Oh, man. God, I'm so intrigued to see what happens if I walk into the group, though. Yeah, I think we're going to do it. I think I think he walks into the group. Oh, boy. Like... <laughs> All right. Should I should I roll or do we want to do that after? Uh, roll for advantage, and then okay. we'll see the whole. Roll with advantage for ratiocination. 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 Good thing I had advantage. That's actually a soft twenty. 
Shit, Ooh, okay. Um, boy. All right, this is what I'll give you. This is what I'll give you. Uh, so you walk into the group, and uh, the only thing that you physically feel is just the wind and the sand blowing against you. But otherwise, okay. you can walk straight through the people, um, and you're standing in the midst of this army which is marching past you. Somber, scared, tense, but still in control as more orders are being shouted in a language you do not know. And the shout, all of a sudden, you hear a louder, boominger shout from someone who seems to be in top of, of command, and everyone stops. There's another shout, and everyone braces their weapons in a defensive position, and you see everyone looking now to their left. You guys, I was assuming, were coming from the right, so they're looking to the other way. And you okay. see the wind picking up some other image, a large, larger image. And storming towards this army is what you can only describe as the same spectral form, same way it's being portrayed as the army, but it is a large and gigantic scorpion. Um, oh, okay. This, I would say maybe 40 feet across, and it is just barreling towards this army and everyone starts attacking the scorpion is swiping its claws picking up people grabbing them with its claws and and swinging its tail likewise the army is throwing their spears pointing their spears and casting spells out of them you see a couple other people in the back just doing some kind of wards or protective spells some people are shifting the sand around the scorpion it seems like people they have a plan for this moment. Like, maybe this is what they were searching after. And the battle continues, and you see men and women die around you. Um, you see the scorpion getting attacked and hit and blasted. It's hard to tell exactly what's uh, happening, but whenever there's an explosion, the sand flies from wherever that hit was. And you almost can see, like, something dripping via the sand from the scorpion, as if the... The sand is portraying its blood, or maybe it's venom, on its side as you were watching this ghost battle. And it continues until finally you see uh, one figure who's got a large feather atop of their turban head towards the, the scorpion with their spear in hand and just leaps up into the air higher than you've seen most men or women or creature or beast jump and plunges their spear into the head of the scorpion, causing the scorpion to fall silent to the ground. Jeez. Holy shit. There's a moment as everyone is collecting themselves, you know, they're still going to aid the wounded. You see some of the spellcasters going and, and casting some spells over those who have been hurt, but the one with the, the great spear pulls out their weapon, kind of wipes it in the sand. They seem to say some kind of word or prayer uh, you're not again not quite sure what they're saying but there's a reverence in what they're saying and then they turn to the rest of their group shout out something there is a cheer and as they're cheering and, and shouting the sand blows away and the memory disappears wow wow okay so the whole thing is just gone now uh yes Man. There's only a, a slight breeze left. <laughs> is there... I mean, I think probably Jonathan had, like, jogged up to where Rainer was um, once he saw that, like, shit was all right. Is there anything, like, in the place where 
like the scorpion fell? Like, is there mm. anything in the sand left? That's a good question. Uh, roll, uh, I guess another ratiocination, I guess. Yeah. All right. And again, Rainer, all that was happening around you. Yeah. Uh, and reflected in the, the light of the sun setting. Oh my God. That's so weird. No, Jonathan does not find fucking anything. It is a miracle he can even find his own fucking shoes under his feet. Abiel catches up, too, um, seeing that the chaos has subsided. Abiel, have you... Does this happen, like, more often? Have you seen this before? This is crazy. I have not seen uh, this specifically, but uh, I have seen things that were not there. Uh, mirages, yeah. as I say. I think I w- once saw a memory like this, but uh, again, it was earlier in the day, so it could have been mirage. <laughs> I have seen strange creatures in the sand, so yes and no. Man, that scorpion, like, isn't that the patron of the Abu Alab? Nope, I, I said that immediately wrong. Uh, Abu Alab is the 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 spirit not the group of people right correct yep for the life of me i can't remember the name of the people the azamites i guess the azamites yeah yes uh abu alab is the great scorpion father he is the spirit of those scorpions so if you can imagine how terrifying that was he was uh, i suppose is Bigger and stronger than that was. Jeez. And that army, that must have been... That must have been the Usra, right? Yes. Man. There was many wars amongst the Usra and the Azamites. And this could have been even before the Azamites. This could have just been a scorpion that they fought. Just kind of out and about. Yes. Like I say, there were many beasts in these deserts... Most of which the Usra either wiped out completely or captured. I think Jonathan is kind of like looking around, like realizing how exposed they are. And he says, hey, maybe we should, uh, maybe we should head back and, uh, try and get some rest. I agree. Yeah. I don't want to assume anything, but is, is there a chance that this means we're getting closer? I mean, in one way, Yes. Right? I mean, we just walked for three days. I would hope we are closer. Yeah, but like, you know, this time we just have a we just have a physical map. We don't have a guarantee that we're going the right direction. So I'm saying this could be a good sign? I think what this means is when you, and I say this before, when you first travel, you were uh, given the safest route, avoiding all danger and all wonder and mystery, too. Yeah, it kind of seemed that way. <laughs> but, well, now you are entering the real Gatan Desert.
Hey Questies, it's me Nathan. Thank you so much for listening to episode 28 of season 2. Yeah, we're back in the desert, so I hope you enjoy that because, well, that's where we are. Um, I have some sad news to announce, so get yourself in a position to hear some sad news. So a little backstory. Uh, for editing Night's Quest, I put all of the audio files on an external hard drive because there's a lot of them, and that's worked pretty darn well, except until recently, the hard drive stopped functioning properly, so I was unable to get the audio off of it. Thankfully, the content for the episode you just listened to was already shipped off to Jamie, so it was good to go. But the content for episode 29, it was locked away in the in the hidden vault. Now, don't worry. I'm currently getting that data recovered, so the episode will still exist and will hopefully be fine and we'll be able to listen to it eventually, but that process takes time. So it wouldn't be ready by, uh, it wouldn't be ready in time. Now, we still want to create an episode. We still want content to be available for you guys. So in two weeks, on June 5th, there will still be an episode being released but it won't be a regular Night's Quest episode where we follow, you know, Jonathan and Rainer and Leroy and all those guys. And it's going to be something else. I'm not going to tell you what. It's going to be a surprise. It's going to be a secret. So follow us on socials and I might announce it next week or basically once I have more of an idea of what we'll be putting up. But there will still be something. So don't worry. There'll still be an episode in two weeks. But just don't be surprised when it's not episode 29 hopefully fingers crossed that'll be up in four weeks or if we can we might try to bump it up the turnaround can't make any promises but that episode will eventually come out so don't worry that's going to happen thank you guys so much for sticking with us even through these technical glitches so you guys are great fans um again next episode june 5th and as always if you want more stuff we've got uh merch and content and music on our website, nathanstreck.wixsite.com slash nightsquest. Go buy the newest album on there. Buy some stickers. Otherwise, leave some good reviews. Give me some more good memes. You guys you guys did some more memes two weeks ago, and I appreciated that. But I need more. I have a hunger for memes. So feed me. Feed me juicy memes. Uh, otherwise, hopefully, I'll be able to talk with you guys soon. You're the best. We love you. And uh, stay safe out there. May your place in his story be long. Oh, and no blooper this week because other bloopers were on the hard drive. So instead, you get me singing like this to try to be funny or something like that. Sorry about this.